Well, hello, everybody. Um, I'm Anthony Wilson, the host of the Love Thy Neighbor Podcast Network. And this is another episode from the Love Thy Neighbor Podcast Network. Um, we are broadcasting uh, through Apple Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox, iTunes, Google Play, wherever you can find podcasts, listen to us. We're also on YouTube. And so if you're watching this on YouTube, make sure you like, subscribe, share, join the channel. Um, we, we would love for you to support what we're doing if you really enjoy what we're doing. Uh, today, we have uh, another amazing guest. Um, you know that we kind of mix in guests with biblical teachings, but one of our uh, key points to the Love That Neighbor podcast network is networking with other believers who love God and love their neighbor. And so today, uh, we have an author um, a mother, a longtime Sunday school teacher. <laughs> uh, um, she's, she's done a lot in, in the church as well as um, getting out there with her books to bring the message of the gospel. Uh, welcome, Anita Tosh. Thank you so much, Anthony. I, I really appreciate being on your podcast. Um, love speaking with you here today. Uh, do you have any good? <laughs> I'm... Um, yeah, so I'm I'm living in uh, California, um, in Silicon Valley, oh, right okay. where my books take place, and so we're right in the heart of the beast here, with um, Google and Facebook and all of those things you see on your computer. They they're in my neighborhood. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll definitely you know want to get into all of that, your story and your books, and I just want to thank you for coming on. Uh, I was telling you um, before we got on air. That seeing you on a uh, an interview on a channel, uh, a guy was an atheist, and and I was like, man, I got to really commend her for being brave enough to go into the lion's den. But you held your own. I promise that this this interview will be a lot easier than that one. Um, you'll a be lot able. More fun. <laughs> yeah, a lot more fun, a lot more uh, fellowship um, instead yeah. of fierce competition here. But um, so you are author of um i believe at least three books that i that i know of two of them would fall under the what i would call uh, apocalyptic or estecological you know as some people would say they focus on the end times and and, and what's going to happen you know uh, tell us about you know your books and what inspired you to write them okay well um the first thing that inspired me i guess was because uh I could see the majority of Christians believe in uh, what's called a pre-tribulation rapture. Now, I don't know, your audience is probably yeah. familiar with this mm -hmm. term. Mm -hmm. And as I study the Bible, I, I don't see that. And, uh, and so I'm thinking, well, you know, I just want to encourage people that if Jesus doesn't come when you're thinking he's going to come, don't give up. Amen. Uh, you know, it's really important to not say, oh, wow, I, I must have missed it. Well, no, you didn't miss it. He's still coming. So just hang on. <laughs> so that's that's I just wanted to encourage people. Hang on. Make yeah. it to the end. Yeah, because, uh, you know, the Bible, I, I think the Bible is clear that we are going to go through some tough times as believers. Absolutely. And we don't I don't know. You know, like I said, it's, it's not my strong suit 
uh, eschatology, you know, um, but I read the Bible. <laughs> and when yeah. you just read the Bible, you know, it kind of gives the impression that believers are going to have to go through a difficult time, especially in Matthew 24, where it says that the time will have to be cut short. Right. You know, uh, or unless the 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 elect would fall, you know, and so right. obviously that that means it's going to be pretty pretty hard, pretty difficult, and so we should be prepared um, to to deal with a, a world that is increasingly um, anti Christian, increasingly against God, increasingly secular, you know, and that's why I said I had to commend you. Because I looked at the channel of the guy that one of the podcasts you did, and he said, this is a place where you can be secular. And I was like, wow. So this he's really promoting this godless or anti-God or anti-Christ agenda where here's something else, you know, to, to live for outside of Christ. And um, we're living in a world that seems to be um, unfolding and revealing the things that God has already said already said and so in your books uh especially like the, the book of jeremy uh where's this book where's the setting and what's happening in this book that relates to kind of this conversation conversation of enduring to the end right <laughs> you know through the trials that are coming okay well jeremy is kind of like an end time jeremiah from of mm. the old testament he was called very young just like jeremiah in the bible was very young when god called him He's 12 years old when God starts giving him prophetic dreams and visions. And it's these dreams and visions that kind of open his eyes to the fact that, wow, these are things happening around me right now. And um, then a little ways into the book, World War III happens. The, the Bible does let us know there will be a World War III where one third of the Earth's population will die, which is a humongous number of people. Um, and those that are still alive after that, it's not going to be pretty. Um, if you believe in God, the Bible lets us know very plainly that uh, it says that the Antichrist will make war with the saints and wear them out. Mm. So we've got to be strong. It's a time to really be close to God. And, and we need all the strength from God that we can get. And he has it there for us. And so in the book of Jeremy, uh, after World War III, they are, of course, praying a whole lot, and um, they, they, um, they make it to a safe place, and then they decide, you know, we should check and see if there's any other people left that need our help, mm -hmm. and as they're doing this, God is doing miracles through them, and just, they're kind of surprised, like, wow, you know, I, I didn't realize, but, you know, that happened after I prayed for him, look, you know, <laughs> and, uh, um, and I really, you know, God is doing miracles. We're, we are having such fantastic revival in our church right now. And, and God gave me a, a, a blessing and a surprise just recently um, when a friend was uh, hurting and, uh, and I prayed for him, you know, how you always pray for your friends. Uh, he hadn't been able to, um, to, to walk for several hours because his leg was in such pain. And after uh, just a simple prayer, God touched him. I mean, it's nothing particular about me, but God was there and touched him. And he gets up and says, wow, I can walk. Mm. And so these are, <laughs> these are what's happening. It is the last days. We are, we are having to get to that place, you know, where we read in the Bible, 
you know, when Jesus said these things that I do, you're going to be able to do them and greater things. Well, we're getting to that place where it's going to be necessary. I would always look around in the past and say, well, you know, God, you did all these miracles in the Bible. How about us? How about right now? And, um, you know, Jesus did miracles when they were needed. Yeah. And we are getting to a place when we're really going to need some miracles. So, so it's, you know, I'm, I'm just encouraging people, you know, if, if you're not where you need to be with God, you need to get there. And if you are there, just get as strong as you can and stay there. Uh, so, um, so in the book of Jeremy, like I said, it, it goes on um, through this difficult time. Uh, there is a, a, a takeover where um, it's not, uh, there's a lot of places that are not safe to be. Um, and, uh, but God protects his people. And um, so, yeah, so it, um, this particular, uh, by uh, this particular book of mine, it goes through, uh, like I said, World War III and into what we would call the tribulation. Uh, and it shows how God is using his people and protecting them during that time. It does not go all the way to the rapture right. uh, like I do in the book, um, my previous book, God's Armory. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. You know, and you're right. I think, you know, there are people that believe that God doesn't move that way anymore, that he's not, you know, healing the sick, that he's not performing miracles and 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 they're you know railing against anybody who says you know miracles but those of us who really know um that god is who he says he is a lot of us have seen miracles now we can't you know open up a, a miracle store I'm like all right we're going to be doing miracles for the next week because that's not how it works right amen god god at his behest, at his, according to his will, according to his design, right. uh, produces these miracles. None of us, you know, have the power to produce the miracles except through God. So he's the one that works the miracles through us. You know, so often people, you know, um, you'll hear somebody saying, well, I'm going to, you know, we're going to be doing miracles down here. Well, you can't schedule the miracles. God has to, right? <laughs> you know, we, we can't schedule, you know, there'll be miracles on this day. And I think that's what confuses people about the times that we're living in, because they're like, okay, well, why isn't God stopping that car? Why isn't God doing this? Why isn't God doing that? Because they think, well, if he's not just actively doing it whenever we want him to do it then maybe he's not there but that's not true we're on his we're on his time we're on his agenda right he's he's got he's the know. one in charge yeah so you know so yes um definitely agree with you um as the times grow increasingly more wicked as you know the days of noah you know <laughs> approach us you know more and more there, there will be, you know, a greater supernatural uh, battle going on. As the Bible says that there will be times where uh, uh, false prophets and false Christ, you know, begin oh, to uh, lead people astray with false signs and wonders. And mm -hmm. only the people who have the spirit of God are going to be able to tell the difference. The secular world's going to think, oh, it's all the same. But those that have the spirit of God are saying, no, that's not God. Because remember in the time of Moses, right? When uh, Moses threw down the rod, it became a snake. Well, Pharaoh's yeah. magicians started doing their thing too. And so there's always been that 
uh, what do you call it? That uh, um, the phony ones. <laughs> yeah, the phony ones, the the falsified <laughs> miracles, you know, the counterfeits, and so that's that's going to happen. But that doesn't change who God is, right? <laughs> Amen. Absolutely. Yeah, and and like you mentioned in Matthew twenty four, the first thing Jesus says is, "Be not deceived." Yeah. And he's, yeah, he says it again later. Be not deceived. So you know, when he repeats it, he really you know wants you to notice. That right. there's going to be so many lies around, so so much deception. So yeah, it is a time to be close to God, to know His Word, and to to keep it in your heart. Yeah. So I kind of went out of order with Je the Book of Jeremy and God's Armory. So let's go back. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> in, in, in the in the the order to God's Armory. Uh, tell us about that book. <laughs> okay. Well, God's Armory um, is about a, a small church during the end days. And um, uh, in, in this one, uh, it, it's the whole church that uh, the spirit of God moves on mm. and uh, uh, you know, time was like counting down to the time when their money, they could not use cash anymore. Wow. And of course, they're not going to take the mark. So they had like, you know, it goes through the last day when they can buy anything with money, with cash money. Wow. And then uh, and then after that, the spirit moves on the church people to gather at the church and pray you know nobody made a phone call or sent out texts you know it was just the spirit of god just drew them all there and uh after they all get there the pastor tells them you know okay uh you know everybody leave your cell phones here and uh you know we're leaving we, we need to get out uh out of you know right here in downtown and so as they're traveling it was kind of like the, uh, the the cloud that led them in the Old Testament. Mm. In this story, the cloud covers them where the uh, all of the little, you know, even now we drive down the street and there's all the little cameras watching, you know, well, <laughs> they had a cloud covering them so that nobody could see where they were. Wow. He, uh, God led them to a safe place. There's also in the story, there's, um, there's a little, um, there's a deaf boy and his sister that are in the story. And, uh, this deaf boy was born deaf, but he still comes in and he receives the Holy Ghost speaking in tongues mm. and he prophesies. He can't hear what he's saying, but he, God speaks oh. to the people through this little boy. And it's his leading that takes them to a safe place. And during the rest of the tribulation, this cloud just covers this small valley where they're living and uh, up right up until the rapture. And so um um there's a uh i don't know if i should go ahead and i probably don't want to tell you the whole ending yeah but... <laughs> yeah because they, they need to go get that book they don't don't tell them at all you know <laughs> 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 they need to go pick okay. that one up you know um you know a lot of people even christians bible believing christians struggle with the terminology rapture um and mm -hmm. you know you know for me when i encounter them well i i tell them i said well i don't know what you want to call it <laughs> But there is going to be an event, right, where right. Jesus returns and he's going to receive his people to himself. And, you know, you can, well, the rapture, the word rapture is not in the Bible. You know how we do that. People argue about all these things. But the Bible is clear that there is going to be an event. Now, whatever they want to call it, they can call it, you know, yeah. but it's Catch going to, it's, but, but, but we're going <laughs> to meet the Lord, right? The scripture right. is clear that we're going to be caught up with him. We're going to meet the Lord in the air at the trump of God, right? That's the, it. You know, so it, that's going to happen. And he Absolutely. says, comfort, 
one another with these words. Yes. You know, so I don't understand arguing over it. And when it's supposed <laughs> to be a comfort to us that Good point. all this stuff that's going on, you know, God is going to save his people just like he did Noah. Mm -hmm. He knows how to rescue his people. And so he didn't leave Noah in, in Sodom when it, and he's not going to leave us, you know? And so we don't know, as you said, when that's going to happen. Is it pre? Is it mid? Is it, I mean, post, is it what? I don't, I don't know when, but I know he's going to do it and he's going to do it at the right time because things right. are going to get really, really difficult. And he's going to step in at the moment where we think all hope is lost. He's going to step in. So I don't know what that looks like. And, and I like in your books, you're, you're, you're kind of sharing that perspective that, you know, we better be anchored in the Lord, right? I mean, absolutely. Yeah. Even if, I mean, he comes every day for somebody. So we need to be ready every day. Uh, people, some people have told me, oh, you know, it's not right to believe that he's coming at post-tribulation because then you're going to become lax. And I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> um, we, we need to be ready no matter what happens, no matter when it happens, we need to be ready. Uh, I, and I've been um, studying about Lot recently mm. and, uh, and about Sodom and Gomorrah. And, and I've noticed something, how it correlates with Christ's return, yeah. Because uh, I mean, we have Abraham talking uh, to God, and God sends the angels on ahead, and then the angels pull out Lot and his family right before the destruction. Right. And that's the way I see the um, uh, the time when when God takes us up to be with Him. I mean, because those cities got so bad, there wasn't even one other person besides Lot that could be considered anything near righteous. Right. And that's how it's going to be in our day. We, we see things corroding and, and such wickedness. I mean, it has exploded in just yeah. recent times. Yeah. Um, I mean, just 10 years ago, it wasn't anything near like what it is now. Yeah. And, and so, you know, we see, you know, uh, that it's like it has to be, become completely wretched. And then God's going to just snatch out the ones that are his. And then he's going to just destroy what's left because it's all evil. That's all that's going to be left. Yeah. Thank you for bringing that up. Cause I think I, I, I kind of transposed Noah onto lot. Put them in the same, in the same story, but yes, you know, I, I, I do, I do, I do agree with you, you know, as, as you know, me and my wife, we've been talking lately about, you know, uh, second Timothy, you know, chapter three, that in the last right. days, perilous times will come right? Yeah. That men will be lovers of themselves, more than lovers of God. They'll be hater, brutal, disobedient to parents, well, you know, lovers that. of money. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's all know, <laughs> it's, it's like, oh, wow. Are, are you kidding me? This is happening right now, you know? Yeah. Uh, and so as, as believers, you know, I think uh, the books that you've written, especially those two, um, are a good encouragement for us to be anchored in the Lord. Um, a few interviews I've been on, we've been talking about what does it look like to be steadfast and anchored in the Lord in, in what does look like a flood of unrighteousness and wickedness and calling right wrong and calling wrong right. And, and you know, That's our world uh, today. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's like, 
What do you do? And some people get offended at a conversation like that. You know, they want to, you know, um, almost belittle and minimize the the wickedness and the sin that's rising, that's mm-hmm. boiling over. They want to act like, oh, what? Yeah, yeah, whatever. That's not that's not that bad. Why why are Christians in an uproar? It's not that bad. Well, we're reading our Bibles. <laughs> and our Bibles are, you know, giving us the playbook. I just talked to somebody last night. I said, we have the playbook. We're not going to be taken by surprise. No man knows the day nor the hour, right? But when it happens, we're going to know this is what he said would happen. He does give us the signs of the times and they are <laughs> all around us. Yes. So we know it's coming. We know we're really, really close. Um and like I said before, that the next thing on God's time clock is World War III. So, um, you know, I don't know how many of us are not going to be here to see the what happens after World War III. So, again, you know, just being ready all the time is so important. And again, you're talking about just how many people don't see evil as evil anymore. Right. <laughs> you know, the devil is so sly. I mean, he's used the TV and other things to... Um, desensitize people to sin and make it so common that they think oh that's just the way it is um i was talking with someone recently and they were saying how that um as a child their home life was so bad that um yeah but they didn't realize how bad it was till they visited a relative whose home life wasn't like that yeah so that's kind of what the way our world is now people are used to this yeah. evilness and sin all around us and just think it's normal yeah uh while you're talking i pulled up second peter chapter three and starting at verse one it says dear friends this is now my second letter to you i've written both of them as reminders to stimulate you you to a wholesome thinking i want you to call recall the words spoken in the past by the holy prophets and the command given by our lord savior through the apostles. Above all, you must understand that in the last days, scoffers will come, scoffing, following their own evil desires. They will say, where is the coming he promised? Ever since the our ancestors died, everything has gone on since the beginning of creation. But they deliberately forget that long ago, by God's word, the heavens came into being and the earth was formed out of the water by the waters. By these waters, also the world uh, of that time was diluted and destroyed. By the same word, the present heavens and earth are reserved for fire, being kept for the day of judgment and destruction. But do not forget this one thing, dear friends, with the Lord is uh, a the day with the Lord is like a thousand years and a thousand years like a day. The Lord is not slow in keeping his promises as some understand slowness. Instead, he's patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. That scripture yeah. lays out that this is the way things are going to be. People are going to be like, well, where's he at? He hasn't come back yet. Yeah. You know, for him, it's he, only a couple of days. <laughs> you know, <laughs> to him, it's only a couple of days. For us, it's like, well, it's been going on since creation. Nothing's changed. And Peter says they are going to say that. But listen, God is not slow. God is being patient That's because it. he's trying to give people a chance 
to turn to him and be saved. You know, I think in, in all of the conversations about the last days and the end times, most people are forgetting that God doesn't want people to perish. That's He's giving it. them an opportunity to turn to him. That's why the, these tribulations are being seemingly drawn out so long because he's trying to give you as much time as you can. So much time that some of the believers are going to suffer through the time that he's giving those that are unbelievers <laughs> the chance mm -hmm. to turn. And so as believers, if that's the case, then we do have to be more bold in sharing the gospel and sharing that the time is wrapping up. Amen. Yeah, I, I started something on um, on YouTube called Bible Bits and Bites. Okay. And so on there, I, I have both stories uh, just to introduce the Bible to people who don't know anything about it, and also stories that relate these to the end times to show people this is how it, how it applies to us right now. And um, it, it's, it, it's, it's important to know, I mean, this this is all throughout the whole Bible from beginning to end that he's showing us his plan, how that he wants to save everybody and he's doing everything he can for that to happen. And yeah, we have to do our part. Amen. I'm just putting that in my notes, Bible bits and bites. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. I want to make sure we can put that in, in the comments so that people can, uh, or in the description so that people can check that out. Cause I think that would be a good tool. Uh, to share with other people. And so uh, what, what inspired you to be an author? Um, why not, you know, uh, a YouTuber or a blogger or a vlogger? What, what, what inspired you to, to go and take these things that God has given you and put them into writing? That was my grandchildren. <laughs> um, that started when they were very small and they would say, tell us a story. And, um, and God started showing me that I could tell a story. And uh, my, my, I remember my daughter listening to me telling it, I just making it up on the spur of the moment. And when I finished it, she goes, where did that come from? <laughs> and, <laughs> and I, I don't know. But, um, and then the other thing that also had to do with my grandchildren was um, talking to them about, oh, you know, this is when they were in high school. Uh, what are you reading? What, what are your, you know, your classes having you read? And they started telling me the books they're reading. And I thought, good grief, they're having you read that? <laughs> and, <laughs> and I'm like, surely there's better things than that to read. And I thought, you know, they need something spiritual. I know there's other spiritual books out there, but I wanted to, I wanted to do my part to offer something to well, people of all ages and um, young people specifically that uh, put something good in your mind. There's, there's definitely, um, you know, that's what we need. We've got to be putting the right things in our mind, especially in the times we live in. Yeah. Now you were a Sunday school teacher. Yes. For many years. And what else did you do? So talk to me about teaching Sunday school and what else did you do uh, in the church? Uh, yeah, well, I, I taught all ages from, uh, from from the toddlers through the teens. I had the teen class more than once. And um, and then also I, I spoke at ladies groups mm -hmm. and uh, from time to time, uh, usually like on Mother's Day, they, they might have me say a little something at the church. Uh, of course, you know, uh, outreach and all of that. More currently, I also have a newsletter that I put out uh, twice a month. 
and uh, it's called Prophecy Report because I, I just put listings of um, articles that are showing us the fulfillment of prophecy. And there's so many. <laughs> I, mean, yeah. I, I was going to do it once a month and I decided, oh, I got to do it at least twice a month. And then I'm looking at how many I'm like, man, I could do this every day. You know, but yeah. <laughs> there's so much in the news of what what just lines right up with the scripture of what God said was going to be happening. So um, um, so those are those are things that I'm trying to do to reach people. Yeah, I I a lot I, of Bible studies, too. I think I, I think I signed up for the prophecy report <laughs> I, think, great, I, think, great. I think i signed up for it but if Glad i didn't i'll make sure i did but i think i did um yeah i you you know the average headline <laughs> you know and so people would argue this because like you said a lot of these things have been happening for a while right mm -hmm. wars rumors of wars uh famine pestilence um false prophets and false teachers you know mm -hmm. but at this particular time, if you are, you know, sensitive to the, to the Holy Spirit, you can feel the change in oh, the world definitely. around us. It's, it's different, right? It, right? It's not just the same old, same old. And it may be because we're just drawing closer to the Lord. We're spending more time in his word and with his people. And, you know, because the Bible says, For, forget not the assembly of yourselves together as, as right. the custom of some, but as the day approaches, come together more and more and more, yeah. you know, yeah. and we're coming together more and more and more because we need to be encouraging each other and sharpening each other and keeping each other alert. You know, the Bible says be yes. sober and vigilant because your adversary, the devil is walking about like a roaring lion seeking whom, whom he may devour, but we will resist him step back in our faith, you know? Um, and so yes. this is a time where people need to be in the word more, not less absolutely prayer should be at the forefront of churches right yes. <laughs> you know we should we should be praying um and and uh, and letting the holy spirit you know through the gifts of the spirit a lot of people say well there are, the gifts of the spirit are gone and i don't know how you could live for god without the gifts of the spirit how are you right yeah i i just don't understand that <laughs> you know amen we need we need everything he has for us <laughs> everything he has right we want the full arsenal you know to be able to um stand in this the bible says in this evil day right that's it that's where <laughs> we are we're in that evil day <laughs> so um when people and you said you you do some bible studies um when people ask you about some of these things what are some of the passages that you share the most when people are asking about the times? Well, concerning, you know, people saying, oh, this has been happening all, always. Um, Jesus compares it to birth pains. Mm. And when he talks about these signs and how it's going to be like birth pains. And yes, they've always been there, but they have increased just like birth pains. As you get closer to the time, the birth pains are more intense and they last longer. And so when we look at earthquakes, we see that's what's happening. There's more earthquakes, uh, not, uh, you know, there are new places and there's more of them and there's, there's a stronger intensity, just like birth pains. And um, the same with these other things that uh, Jesus describes as what to look for in the last days. All of these things are becoming more and more pronounced as time goes by. So that's, that's one of the, the main things about it is, yeah, they've always been here, but they've never been this strong or this many. 
and uh, and then also um, one that I like to mention is um, let's see if I can should I could I read a couple scriptures? Yes, please, <laughs> by, okay. by all means. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is Matthew twenty four and verse twenty nine, mm -hmm. and I think this uh, can make things clear about the timing to a certain extent. It starts out saying immediately after the tribulation. So that's when this is going to happen. Immediately after the tribulation of those days, shall the sun be darkened and the moon shall not give her light and the stars shall fall from heaven and the powers of the heavens shall be shaken. And then, mm -hmm. then shall appear the sign of the son of man in heaven. And then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn, and they shall see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And he shall send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet, and they shall gather together his elect from the four winds, from one end of heaven to the other. So I, uh, that's not the only place where it describes it that way, but that's pretty clear. It mentions all the things we know for what's going to happen that there's going to be the trumpet sound, the angels are going to gather together his elect, and it's right at the end after the tribulation. So yeah, we do have hard times ahead of us, and we do need to gather together and pray and strengthen one another with the word of God and any way we can and to encourage one another to, um, well, to be whatever God wants us to be and do what he wants us to do until we see him coming in the clouds. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I think you're absolutely right. You know, even in, in that passage, you know, I think for a lot of us, what's been imposed upon that passage is the term great tribulation, but it it says tribulation and mm -hmm. and all of it seems to be very intense, right? It, it seems like there's an intense tribulation that begins from verse 15 all the way through to verse 29 and believers are there having to deal with false Christ, false prophets, difficult times. Mm -hmm. And he says, and I think it's, you know, you read 29. I think if you go just a little bit before that, it talks mm -hmm. about that the times are going to need to be cut short, you know, right? because uh -huh. if they are not, no flesh will be saved, <laughs> you know? And so, yeah, you know, it, it's, it's, we are, we're in the midst of, and it's ramping up, it's ramping up. Things are intensifying, like you said, on all levels. Um, and so this tribulation, whatever it is, whatever is going to be the time of great testing is what yeah, it, it will to, be. a time of great testing. And the Bible says that um, that though we are grieved just for a little while, um, it will produce mm -hmm. glory and honor at the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, that yes. the genuous genuineness of our faith is revealed by fire yeah by testing and mm -hmm. everybody wants as they say everybody wants the the the, the crown but they don't want to cross everybody <laughs> wants the glory but they don't want the story everybody wants you yeah. know to have the end result but they don't want to go through the process and we want to yeah we want to follow jesus but not to the cross yeah. not to the cross <laughs> yeah not, that's not part there. of the picture <laughs> You know, we, we just want the glory. <laughs> you know, we don't we don't want to go through all all the things that lead up to it. Um, I was talking with somebody earlier about the same thing that we need to be anchored in the Lord, anchored in His Word, studying His Word, like you're saying, 
you know, mm. let's get in his word and let's talk about what it says. And then yeah. all you got to do is look around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you read his word and then you look around, you're like, whoa, all right, we're here. <laughs> yeah, we are definitely here. And one thing that kind of goes along with um, the scripture you mentioned about, you know, that if he didn't cut the day short, then no one would be saved. One thing um, that is just kind of a, um, a question in my mind, uh, I see a lot of transhumanism happening. You know, they're, they, they're, they're leading in that direction where they want to merge man and machine more and yeah. more. And my question is, are you still human? Yeah. You know, do you, what, what happens to your soul when this, you know, and, and, and I, I don't know if that might be part of the reason why if he didn't come quick, then nobody would be left. Yeah. Because uh, they're trying some stuff, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. There some weird things are going on. <laughs> the, the metaverse and. <laughs> oh yeah. That's nasty. And <laughs> I mean, it really is. <laughs> um, I, I don't know how, how much you're familiar with it but um yeah one of the first articles that I, I i found about the metaverse was talking about places where people could be abused sexually in yeah. certain areas and um, it's um yeah it, it just opens another door for people to do nasty things that right. uh, yeah <laughs> and not and not feel bad about it because well it's virtual it's not yeah real. Mm-hmm. it's not real so <laughs> you think, but i mean but that person still has that picture in their mind of what happened it's 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 bad news it's something to stay away from yeah we want what's real and we know god is real we know the bible is real <laughs> yeah yeah and there's yeah. plenty there for us yeah and so jesus is coming and in light of jesus is jesus coming i was on a stream and we were talking about what are we supposed to be doing until then? You know, like you said, are we supposed to, you know, camp out and just wait for them or what, <laughs> you know, find yeah. a bunker and hide? What What are we supposed to be doing until yeah, then? Yeah. <laughs> well, up until more recently, I was thinking, well, you know, I need to have someplace outside the city to go to when things get bad. And, uh, but then I realized, no, you know, it's, we, we need to meet, meet this head on. Uh, I'm here where the souls are, and this is where I'm going to be until God tells me get out of the city. And He hasn't told me that yet, you know. <laughs> and um, and so uh, we're working. You know, like I I have Bible studies just one on one with people every week, and um, you know, just all kinds of Bible studies. Some you know, depending what the person is needing. Uh, I do Bible studies that just goes an overview of the Bible. I do end time Bible studies, uh, you know, whatever the need is there. And uh, that seems to be one of the best um, best ways to reach people is just one on one. That's yeah. pretty much how they did it in the Bible. And yeah, it's uh, you know you get to know the person, you get to show them the love of God in whatever way you can, and uh, and God works through that. Amen. That's the same thing for me. I'm I'm one on ones all day long, every day, I'm, I'm sitting with someone going through scripture, helping them to understand how it applies to their daily life. You know, we, we call it, we call it discipleship that he said, go therefore and make disciples of all nations, um, teaching them everything that I commanded you teach them and I'll be with you always. You Amen. Know? Um, that's when he's most with us when we're being obedient to him and making disciples. And so that's powerful because you're right. There are people who need 
<clears throat> their questions answered. They're, mm-hmm. they're, they're wondering, okay, and they have misconceptions about what the Bible says. And so oh, based upon a movie or um, yeah. uh, what they heard somebody say or a TikTok mm-hmm. or a Snapchat, you know, somebody got on there and said something like, oh, that's really real. Well, let's take a look at it because they might be quoting a half scripture or a part of mm-hmm. a scripture and mixing it in with some other belief system. Uh, you know, when you're one-on-one with people, do you find yourself helping them clear up some of these misconceptions? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just uh, just yesterday, I was talking with a young man who was, I forget how it came up, was about the Ark of the Covenant. Mm-hmm. And there's been so many misconceptions about that. Wow. <laughs> and he's like, oh, you know, if you touch it, it's radioactive. I'm like, no, it's yeah. not radioactive. <laughs> 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 and so I got to go through what was really in the Bible about the Ark. Yeah. And, and, you know, and and hopefully got that straightened out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I had young men, you know, talking about, you know, um, the, the, the fallen angels and, you know, how this happened and how, and I said, well, let's read it. <laughs> let's go ahead and, and there read you go. What That's this. what we need. You know, that way, neither one of us has to make up anything. <laughs> we'll just read what it okay. says. And then we'll say, okay, so what are we reading here? And when he read it, it cleared up a lot of stuff for him. And I didn't have to really do much <laughs> because he had awesome. never read it. His, his conception of it was based off of what he saw on YouTube or what he saw on Facebook or what he saw here. He had never read mm-hmm. it for himself. And when he read it for himself, he says, well, why are people out here saying this? And it's like, hey, this is the world that we live in. You know, this yeah, is why yeah. you have to know reading. your Bible. You, you know, Paul told Timothy, yeah. study to show yourself approved to God, a workman that need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. You know, you got to know, you got to know how this thing comes together and and what, what goes where and what, but the only way you're going to know that is to study it. Yes. And the word of God is powerful. So Mm -hmm. yes, there's, there's nothing better than giving them the word of God to read for themselves. Amen. Well, I'm, I'm definitely enjoying this time that we have together um, are there any other things that you would like to share about your books or about some things that um, that we want to keep in mind knowing the time that we're in? Okay, well, I'll, I'll just mention um, briefly my first book that is not an end time book. Uh, I originally wrote that to help people who are grieving. And Amen. there are so Amen. many people these days who, I mean, there's so many people dying. Uh, all the time and even more so in recent days. So um, this is a book to give you hope beyond the grave and uh, it's called the Zella Chronicles. Uh, It's about a a young girl who goes on to heaven at a very young age. And, um, and of course this is totally fiction. It's not biblical, (laughs) but it's fun. And it does have a lot of the word in there, but uh, the part of it that's not biblical is that Jesus tells her, well, you know, she wants to grow up. And he says to grow up, you have to do some missions and help some people on earth. So he sends her on each chapter. It's like a a new adventure. And she helps somebody in their walk to get closer to God. Man, that's a beautiful book. That sounds good. (laughs) Good. So, um, yeah, I think, I think we, I think that covers it. So you can find all of this stuff at booksbynita.com. All right. Amen. Amen. So before we get off, um, I don't know if you've watched any of my podcasts, but I always ask my guests to pray for our listeners. 
Um, I think it's powerful that you take that time and pray. Based upon what we've been talking about, we need as much prayer as we can get. So if you would take a few minutes and, and, and pray for our listeners, I'd be so appreciative. Sure. Thank you. Oh, wonderful Jesus. I'm so thankful that you're always there when we call on your name, no matter where we are, no matter what we're doing. When we call on your name, you are there to hear us. Thank you, God, for reminding us to talk to you every day and to spend time with you and to to be with you and let your spirit guide us as we read your word. Help it to be real to us and let us see what you would have for us to do in the, the short time that is left. Let us be what we need to be, Lord. Let us truly be your child, your hands, your feet, your, your mouth. Let us be the example that you want us to be, that more and more people will come into your kingdom and all of it will be to your glory in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Thank you so much. Thank you for your time. Please go out and, and check out uh, her books, Books by Anita. Um, I will have uh, those links in the description, the, you know, um, the website and everything so that you can go check out her books. And I'll get the link for uh, Bible Bits and Bites is I think is yeah. what that it was. I need that. I'll, I'll have that link there so you can check that out as well. Thank you so much for what you're doing um, for the body of Christ and for um, just uh, just people in general, because people who are not Christians can read those books and get a, a handle on at least start the conversation, get the ball rolling of what's coming. Right. And maybe they'll get curious and want to open their Bible and see what it I says. So. And, yeah, <laughs> amen. And so um, I, I definitely love what you're doing. And this is why. You know, I created the Love Thy Neighbor podcast network to fellowship with those who love God and love their neighbor. And so this is a, another great episode. Thank you for your time. Thank you um, so much. I really appreciate it, Anthony. De definitely be checking out your material and hopefully, you know, God allows you to to push those books out there farther and enlarge that territory so that more people can be impacted uh, with your gift of writing and um, your gift of teaching. Obviously you're a gifted teacher as well. And so thank, uh, thank God for it. Remember to love the Lord, your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength and love your neighbor as yourself. God bless you. Thank you for watching and listening mm -hmm. to the love that neighbor podcast network.